This is Doug Mankey for the Green Lantern Court Cast. Power up! Or else! Part 2. Flying through the cold of space, it seems I've yet to find my place. I'm guarding 2814, I don't know why it's chosen me. From the corner of my eye, I catch a glimpse of evil light. You are listening to CoreCast, episode 13 for October 2010, and the conclusion of the Doug Monkey interview, part two of two. One of the things, I mean, we actually had like a cast where we talked about the one issue of Blackest Night you did where um, they were fighting Spectre, and it was just like, you had like, it was like five different inkers, and we had like a good 20 minutes, we were just discussing like, you know, which page was better. So I don't need to rag on any inkers, I mean, good work in different ways, so it was, and it, yeah. I'm not going to say who, but there was one guy who kind of inked your work and looked nothing like your work, and it was kind of disappointing. But but either way, one of the things I want to ask you, because you had this kind of like, like I said, splatterpunk kind of like gory style. I mean, it's it's interesting that they keep putting in these high-profile books. And I was reading Batman when you were doing it. It was really cool to see stuff like, it was cool to see you do Batman when like Red Hood was around, so everybody was really smooth and you didn't get a chance to do all these kind of like these gnarly characters you're usually doing, and then Black Mask would yeah. show up and he was equally disgusting, and that was great. But does DC ever ask you to, like, dial it back? I mean, I know in Green Lantern you have all these, like, space No, no. And I think, you know, it's... Actually, Pat and I have, you know, discussed, like, because we've looked at the amount of, we'll say, visceral, and, or viscera and, and blood and core and shit. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah that, that ends up. And, and you know, it, in fact, Pat sometimes, you know, like, like the parents will say, oh, do you have a comic book for my little kid? We're thinking, hey, you know, Gio Corby, and we look at it and go, oh, you know, at least look at it first before you hand it over to your child, you know, make sure that it's appropriate in terms of the level of, of absolute, you know, banging violence that, that gets tossed into this book. And, um, you know, so Pat, you know, Pat really pushes the envelope where that's concerned. And, you know, he's, he's done it again and again and again. Of course, since you're black as night, he had every, every reason to do it. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I, I pale in comparison. It's, the opportunity didn't show up quite as dramatically in, in the stuff that I was doing, but when given a chance and I, I usually, you know, I got a lot of comments, you know, with the, with the first issue I did, which was 43, which, you know, was like the, uh, what are they, it was the, you know, the, the black hand issue and people go, oh man, I can't believe how you like, you drew the stuff, so he blew his brains out. And, and then the next page where like, the, the stuff is hitting the floor and I think, yeah, you know, I put a lot of thought into that. I, you know, I don't just draw stuff just pell-mell. Like, oh, I don't care. It's like blood poetry to me. And, you know, oh, like you the first one was... Into him spooning. But it's true. You, you gotta put a lot of thought into this because you want to make it look cool. And, oh, hell yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't want to just have somebody like... You know, like, you, you could do blood a couple of ways. For example, let's say splatter on somebody's head. Yeah, somebody could take like a... Uh, you know, like the old fashioned where they take a you know some ink and put it on the uh, on a toothbrush and you splatter it down the page and I'm thinking, oh no 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 we're gonna draw you know just this nice like beautiful blood exploding on the side of his head and then the next you know as it's it's raining down in droplets and splattering on the floor and you know because this was the you know this was a an important moment and <laughs> you don't want to pass it by you know you want you want it to have a serious effect and. You want to have, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, and that's, that's, I, I like to draw that stuff well, you know, I, and, and that way it doesn't look just like crap. It, just, it looks like somebody put some thought into it. 
Oh, yeah, dude, especially, that page, especially, I mean, that issue, like, it, I mean, it was insane. Like, I mean, I would have said, if not for, like, uh, Seven Soldiers Frankenstein number three, that issue should be, like, the synthesis of your work. I mean, like, the one page of Black, Black Hand was amazing. I mean, the composition, the, the facing straightforward, the look on the face. And, I mean, people talk about the gore a lot, but it's, it's really just the way the page is, like, composed and stuff. It's just, I mean, that's really what it was. And people were like, ugh, it's like, no, it's not gross. What's actually happening? It's just scary. You know, I mean, that's, and it's one of those things where, like, comics you get scary comics but they're not really scary i mean your work is like legitimately upsetting which is really cool I mean, it's one of those you talked about richard corman i like richard corman don't get me wrong but i think he's he always does these kind of horrific comics these kind of scary quote-unquote comics and i think what he's going for is kind of what you're doing you know what i mean like you're you you're kind of you're i'm not to say like whatever but you kind of i mean a lot of people are gonna shit on me for saying this but you've kind of gone past him you know what i mean like you're doing what he's doing this kind of like like thick line like cartoonish sort of like ultra yeah. violent real sort of thing, but you're, you're doing it. I mean, it's great. It's great. I do want to talk about the seven soldiers, the issue really quick. Number three, and it's sure. one of the, like, not to rip on Jeff Jones, but one of the things I don't like about the Green Lantern comics, I feel like you're getting a lot of action happening in such a limited amount of time. And like you're saying, I feel like you're not getting a lot of room to breathe. I think some of your best work you did in the title was just that one scene a few issues back where it's just Hal and Carol flying around in planes and stuff. And it's not even your like, Forte. There's nobody's heads are exploding. There's no like inside out goats or anything. But like, I mean, it's just like really, really clean work from you. I mean, yeah. is there more you'd like to draw in the series that you're not getting to draw? Are there things you're kind of pushing for to expand what you're what you're seeing as an artist? Um, you know, it's um, well, when you're working under deadline like this, every yeah. once in a while, you know, like like right now, the issue that I'm I'm working on is has got a lot of conversation in it you know there's a lot of dialogue that has to happen and you know which has kind of been uh, it, it, it's nice because it's it's given me a chance to to relax and just to uh you know to move the story along but as far as you know uh content um you know it's going to be cool is is when you know when when green lantern some of the stories get to well i get to do more um you know beyond hanging out at earth and <laughs> um, yeah. You know, this is this is a very earthbound story, and I love drawing people. You know, it's obvious that I enjoy drawing background characters and all this, but I also think you know, with Green Lantern, it really will be cool to do something at, at some point that is um, just totally off world and and really different. And uh, that's something I haven't really got to do in Green Lantern yet. It's been very yeah. earth focused, and yeah. which I I'm fine with, and you know, and, and getting back to like some of the other things, like you had mentioned things that I'm, I'm really comfortable doing and I enjoy like, uh, you know, uh, like, uh, you know, Carol and, and, and how interacting and, mm. and having a nice scene like that, you know, that was, you know, that's, that's very natural for me to do stuff like that just as well. It's also natural for me to, you know, have, you know, somebody's guts being spilled, um, yeah. or their head being blown up. Um, it's just how you want to approach it. You know, like I'm not a huge like, just let me go back to, like, re- referring to that gore stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big gore fan. Like, like when it comes to films and things, I, I don't watch a lot of that stuff. But I think when, when set down with the task, you know, to say, you know, this has to happen and we want to draw this, um, and you want to get the right reaction, you know, uh, a nice internal reaction and visceral without at the same time making it, you know, repulsive, um, it's not just disgust I'm trying to, you know, elicit as a response. I'm just trying to do a really nice drawing. 
you know, when you get a chance to draw something that's, you know, that's like, you know, like black hand blowing his brains out. Um, would I like to do a page after page? No, not really. You know, there's just, but it was a part of the story and I wanted to do it well. And, and that's, that's kind of how I, I try to approach everything, you know, when given a chance, you know, like when I think of, uh, for example, when it comes to, you know, blackest night, I think of zombies, you know, cause or, you know, our, our sort of DCU zombie stuff. You know, when you think of guys who can really draw zombies, you think of a guy like Tony Moore who can really friggin' draw a zombie, you know, like he, he can draw a disgusting zombie, you know, you, you, you go, Oh yeah, man, that's really what it would look like if somebody is dead and they come back to life, you know, you know, it's, uh, so there's, there's different spins on this thing. And, and like Tony's version is not the kind that I would do. You know, I, I think of things a little bit different than him. Yeah. Um, so Did really you, so go ahead. Oh, I'm getting long winded in this. No, no, I don't want to, I want to hear it honestly, but do you feel pigeonholed by people? Not, I want to say like me, but it'd be, cause I do love your, like your gore stuff, honestly. Not, that's not why I'm into you, whatever, but, um, okay. yeah. but do you feel pigeonholed sometimes when people kind of expect you to just be more disgusting? I mean, you're glad that you're getting to do more. Yeah, but you know, it's yeah. okay. But if, if the gore goes along with the story and it makes sense, no, I like it. You know, uh, you know, let's say, but also I like violence. I mean, there's two things I like in comics quite a bit. It's humor and violence. If I get to marry those two things together, I always have fun or, you know, just using Frankenstein as an example, it wasn't strictly humor, but you know, we got to do some things I wish I could have been it. You know, I had to do that, that series really fast. And you know, when I, in, in the simplest terms, you know, and I had Frankenstein hacking up a bunch of uh, bloodthirsty, um, cows. Uh, cows, you know, and yeah. you know, that was, that was fun. But I'm thinking, Oh, I could have really done that. You know, given the amount of time that I, you know, that I would have liked, Oh, I could have made that something else. But, you know, I did what I did in a, in a very short time, time frame. And, but if the story's cool and, and I love drawing people, you know, punching the shit out of each other, that's all right. Or, or, you know, bricks exploding and, you know, pavement collapsing and, and buildings, you know, being blown out. That's all great. I mean, I, when I think back of various things I've done in my career, if I, if I get to draw those things, it, it's always fun. You know, uh, when I, you know, drawing Lobo, you know, uh, you know, doing stuff. I mean, boy, was that, you know, that was, that was a blast. I wish we had time to just absolutely trash, you know, most of the city, you know, between him and Atrocious. That would have been awesome. Yeah. So do you, one other thing too, uh, uh, really quick. So being that, I mean, you're redrawing a lot of characters. I think, uh, I mean, I, I, I assume Ivan Reyes is designing a lot of these new GL characters and stuff and nothing on him, but I mean, I mean, you're blowing people away. I mean, Philip Tan did Larflees, but then the way you do Larflees, it's almost like Philip Tan drew him like a Philip Tan drawing, right? But then you draw him like a physical thing. Like people can kind of emulate what you drew and, I think I, I like the fact that a fact that Atrocitus' face has those, like his face, like defies physics with the loops and the three D dimensions. It's pretty cool. But um, how much designing characters that are coming up? Um, it's not a lot that I'm designing right now. Um, you know, I, I wish I wish I could say there's more. So far, you know, everything that everything I've been doing lately is, is you know already been is done, and. Um, you know, we'll see if there's anything coming up that's, you know, worthwhile or they'll be fun to, fun to do. Um, getting back to, you know, like, you know, you picked out Philip Tan and, 
and largely, however, um, you know, he, he, he drew a really, a big imposing version of Larsley's and, you know, it, it was, Philip Tan loves to design stuff. And, you know, I, I met him at a convention. I said, you really like to design, don't you? You know, it's a stupid, <laughs> stupid statement, but it's, it's, he goes, yes, I do. I love to, because, you know, I, I saw these things that he had done, um, you know, for, for his run. And, uh, it was just incredible design work, uh, just mind blowing things that he had, that he had accomplished. And I, uh, however, I also absolutely dreaded having to redraw some of it because it, he, he did things with such, I don't know, like when you sit down to draw and design, sometimes you want to think how many times will I have to draw this thing? Yeah. And if the answer yeah. is an awful lot, Oh, you might want to make it a little more simple, <laughs> but thankfully, you know, thankfully Larfleeze ended up being a nice, simple character. And I think, you know, the, you know, nothing against how Philip did, you know, he did a great design and I'm glad that my, that my take on it, you know, is, is well received because he's really, you know, he's, he's a goofy character, but he's also quite dangerous and, you know, he's just smelly and, and, and scrawny in some ways and, and yet extremely, you know, potentially violent and, and, uh, you know, homicidal and, and others. And it's, it's cool if he doesn't just look like a big jacked, you know, monster, you know, he's, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. And it's, it's true. I mean, he's not, he's not, not scary. And it, again, about Atrocitus, Atrocitus is a character that when I think, I mean, like, no offense to anybody who designed him, but when he first showed up, he was just like a, a dude with the teeth, you know, and there's just like a certain amount of like detail you put into his face or certain just physical dimension you're putting that's slightly different. That's just actually making him, yeah. and, you know, which isn't, I guess, hard. He's got big holes in his face and he's just vomiting ass on people all the time, but still, I mean, I guess one last question I'll bug you with, um, and I'll let whatever's happening after. Sure. Uh, writing. I mean, I see, I mean, I don't know if you've, I mean, it's hard to find anything you've written. Are you, are you interested in writing for yourself? Or are you, are you comfortable being, I mean, we've talked to guys like Mark. Yeah. Bagley, comfortable. You know what? No. I mean, um, if I, if, if I was asked to sit down and, and write a story or come up with something, I, I'm a fairly decent, you know, idea guy for myself. I mean, I have, I have over the years, I mean, I've, I've been doing this for 22 years and, I've, I've come up with a lot of ideas and I've, I've actually started fleshing out various ones. Um, and I've, uh, you know, I've actually started drawing some comics, you know, that have never seen the light of day, uh, just because I never had the time to finish them. So I do have ideas and, and, uh, you know, some day done, you know, something that really comes from my head, we'll see print. Um, will I be good at dialogue? I really have no idea. You know, it's, it's not my, I'm not a writer. I've, I've never been uh, as far as coming up with ideas that I can do. And I have stuff that I would love to see. You know, it's, it's based very much upon, you know, what do you, what do you want to draw? You know, what do you want to see in a comic and, and what would be fun? And, you know, you start working from there and, and before you know it, you got, you know, 10 different ideas that you've worked up, you know, over the years. And in my case, none of them have gone anywhere because I've never tried. It's, yes. you know, I'm too busy drawing. And, you know, sooner or later, I'll be in a comfortable enough position to do that. And it'd be really fun, you know, and, and definitely take a hand in, in the writing. I probably would have to have a, a writer work with me uh, just, you know, just to help the process along and, and and make sure that I don't get mired in some part of it that, that only I find entertaining and say, oh, no, Doug, you know, they might like something else, too. Um, but also, I mean, every one of my ideas has got quite a bit of violence in it. So, um, that's it. Excellent. In excellent. some lives. I, uh, 
Yeah, let me just um, let me just put uh, my vote as uh, I'm begging for you to do this. That's an awesome idea. And DC's doing. I mean, DC's got Tony Daniel and and David Finch guys. I mean, I never expected to write anything. Yeah. I mean, writing. Oh David no, Finch. I was surprised when I saw that Finch was writing something. I'm thinking, oh shit, really? Huh? Yeah, I hope it's good. You know, that'd be great. Yeah, I mean, look forward so, to seeing uh, what it is. Yeah, I mean, and you know, they, these guys they get a little bit of flack for their dialogue, and I mean, it's completely expected. I mean, I think you're absolutely right. That's the first thing people kind of hit as a, as a snag. I mean, you mm-hmm. might yeah. Manola, kind of, uh, the consummate writer artist these days, right? And he's his first yeah. couple is he get John Byrne writing for him and stuff. So and don't stress yeah. about it. Just get to Moscow. What else is he doing? Just Batman, right? No big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. one more thing I want to ask. Um, they had a statue set on some. Incorrect, right? Of, uh, of one of your uh, JLA covers came out like years back. Do you got? Do you have yeah. any other um, collectibles coming into production? Any any figures based on uh, your design? Because, no, no, I mean, um, not the, not 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 at the moment. Though so, I've talked to, you know, I've talked to to actually Jeff about it, and he goes, "Yeah, we should do this and this and this," and you know, but really at the end of the day, you know, the thing that that keeps me occupied and and gets my mind off of those kind of thoughts is, Oh, I got to draw more comic book pages. And, you know, I just don't, you know, I, I just don't have the time. Um, you know, there are people that do, and, you know, I, I don't even do that many conventions. This last year was kind of like a a huge year for me to get out and do a a few more conventions. But every time I go, I get home and I go, Oh, why did I do this? Now I'm behind schedule. (laughs) You know, I, you know, I just lost four days of my life, you know, when I could have been drawing, whoop-de-doo. Um, so, you know, those other those other kind of things that would be fun to do, they, they kind of fall to the side. But you never know. I mean it's uh um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll let you go then, get them doing but uh you know, I'm okay. in, in love with you and next time I see you at a convention I'll try to give you the ring. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know, get down on one knee, man. It's it's the traditional way. <laughs> we hey, we're sticking with the tradition. Fine, yeah. All right. Anything else? Any, yeah. Anyone else? Yeah, we're gonna go out to Colton now. So there's, there's always time right. to write more people. Don't worry. Well, th- well, thanks for coming on the cast. It's a real pleasure. Uh, I was wanting to know uh, on Green Lantern, uh, how much of the work that you do is uh, your own creative work, and how much of it is uh, Jeff's direction? Because I know some artists, some artists get a lot of direction. Specifically, the artist, the writer wants yeah, to do Jeff, something very specific. Yeah. And... Jeff provides you know quite a bit of direction. Um, I, I you know I. First and foremost, you know, I, I've said it in other interviews and, and in the past, my job is to try to bring the you know the vision of the writer, you know, to the page, and I assume that that should be the priority of anybody who's drawing comics. Um, but there's always room for interpretation, you know, and and really, when you're laying out a page and you're trying to get something done and you're trying to make the storytelling work, uh, yeah, you're always gonna you're always going to run into, into something sooner or later where you have to make some adjustments and think, ah, I know this would be better suited if we did this or, uh, you know, and in, in writing a story, sometimes the, the writer may not cover all of the minutia. So, you know, I'm thinking in terms of where are my, co- you know, where are the characters in time and space at the moment, you know, from panel to panel and, you know, probably a nice example of, of, of my contribution would be something more simple, like um, in the story where, uh, you know, where Lobo shows up, um, you know, Jeff had, you know, Atrocitus land on, on the on the bus. And then 
you know, after that, you know, I don't think he cared where, where Atrocitus went. I don't think he was thinking about it. And, you know, me keeping with, you know, keeping with the, uh, the continuity from the story, I thought, well, you know, it, it appears that it, you know, it'd be best for me just to keep him up here instead of, you know, they bounced off somewhere else. You know, I think it'd be cooler to, to leave them on the bus because it, it gave me a, you know, uh, you know, some, something to work with that was off the street level, you know, so I didn't have to bring him down and draw more detail down on the street. But also, you know, I thought, you know, story-wise, it was just a nice thing to have. So that's an example of something I might do. Uh, but other than that, you know, I'm always trying to keep right with Jeff and, and what he's asking for, but he doesn't always put all, you know, every moment as to what is going on and where they are. Um, you know, sometimes that gets, that gets lost in, in conversation or, you know, his ideas, you know, moving on to the next moment in a story might happen a lot faster, you know, for the writer when I'm thinking, you know, well, we were just here and, and shouldn't we stay here for a moment? You know, vis- vis- you know, visually. Occasionally that's, bridging that's the gaps. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to freak people out. You know, it's like, uh, you know, you got two people sitting on the couch. You pretty much want to keep them on the same side that they were on instead of them moving around. I guess that's, uh, that's my little analogy. All right. Good answer. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I'm curious of uh, of all the Green Lantern issues you've done. Can you think of your favorite moment that you had to work on? My favorite moment? Um, well, I'd have to sit down and actually go over the, the, all the issues, and you know, <laughs> there, there are certain pages that I that I remember, and, and like I like to pull out, and and I think, oh, wow, this is way cooler than I remembered it, you know. Uh, and and actually, a lot of them ended up being splash pages. I think any time Atrocitus showed up in a big shot, I sort of liked it. Um, you know, when I got to draw, and, and, and usually it ended up because Christian was just inking the hell out of whatever I drew. So, like, there's a shot of Atrocitus barreling down on Larflees, you know, after Larflees is turned around, and, and here comes Atrocitus, you know, basically wanting, you know, to to destroy Larflees, and, and I got, you know, his flame and blood shit artfully arcing all over the page and uh i really like that as far as like sequential stuff um i don't know i'd you know i'd have to have to really think about it uh it, it's it's all moved so fast in the last year i'm never going to forget you know stuff that i drew in the first issue but you know there's there's not a lot of you know in other words my first issue being 43 uh stuff with how I, I don't know yet you know I'd have, to, I'd have to think about it. Yeah, 43 was a great issue. I mean, when you came on that book with that issue, I read that and I was like, this man needs to stay on the book for a long time to come. Oh, thanks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be on for a while. I'm, I have no plans on leaving anytime soon. I mean, that was like a Green Lantern horror story, but it was brilliant. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, you mean in regards to you know, just how things have worked out? or The, the issue itself, and your art brought that oh, to yeah, life. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's it, it was definitely not when you know I'm thinking, yeah, I'm gonna draw a Green Lantern, and then it was like a a, a non Green Lantern story. You know, it was this 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 extremely dark and sad story, and uh, but it, it built such power towards the end. And um, you know, after he blows his brains out, I I think you know I, I really got into a lot of. I had the time, really. You know, I had a little more time to work on that issue than others. 
and I really got to put some stuff in there, um, you know, all the way from when Scar shows up and is, you know, vomiting up the ring and, you know, stuff like that, everything. I, I got to put some, I got to plan and, and execute just how I wanted. So I, I'm really proud of how that turned out. And, you know, um, I wish I had, I wish I had that much time for every single issue. Uh, and, you know, I'd, I'd be really happy if that was the case. Well, you set the bar high, and that's all you can ask for. At least I set the bar high for, uh, you know, for uh, you know, people blowing their brains out with that, you know, with uh, that uh, device of of uh, black black hands, and uh, definitely, yeah. There, I, I think I, I nailed it. I think we've had some. I think we've had some mention of a possible answer, but uh, what character do you have the most fun drawing? Um. You know, Larfy is a lot of fun. I mean, just just in terms of fun, Larfy is fun because you can goof around with his body language more. You know, he really, you know, I, I try to keep him kind of loose and lanky, and you know, I, like he's if he's doing something, or, you know, his toes might curl, or his, I mean, that that alone makes him fun. I mean, figuring out the his face was not the easiest thing. You know, how what to do with him, and uh, you know, he went to a little metamorphosis, and they actually got a point where. He, I got an email from uh, from Eddie saying, uh, "Could you could you make a snout longer? Because you know you you know get back on on uh, on target here for what he looks like." And I thought, "Oh yeah, you know I can see what I'm doing. So you make him more Grinch-like." I'm thinking, which he says, which is pretty appropriate. But then again, you know it's, you know this is Larfleys, so I you know I, I got back to I pulled the snout out a bit more and like it was supposed to be. And you know he's I've enjoyed drawing him. You know, he's, I've gotten a lot of opportunity to really, and and I'd say you know, Atrocitus ranks right up there because he's like the anti Larfleys physically. You know, he's he's gigantic and imposing, and then you know, when it's in the 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 feminine moments, so you know, uh, still kicking ass when the, the opportunity arises and drawing Star Sapphire. You know, I mean, there's just so many different things. They've they've all been enjoyable. Um, getting to draw, you know, Sinestro looking badass is. Is, is a lot of fun too. Um, you know, it's, uh, I, I think I really enjoyed, in fact, the sequence where I got to draw him, you know, when he was, uh, fighting Mongo. And, uh, that was, uh, you know, from the opening sequence of, you know, Mongo standing there, you know, absolutely gigantic in front of, uh, you know, a, a somewhat, uh, stunned, I think Sinestro, like, oh, what am I doing here? You know, this wasn't my plan. Uh, and then he, he still made the best out of it and, and you know, obviously had, had, you know, had everything figured out, at least, uh, you know, from the beginning, he was going to win. There was no doubt about it. Definitely. And his, his, you know, not letting anyone help him. I think that was pretty cool. And then of course, how, you know, it's, it's, uh, I really like it when I draw, when I get how right, you know, every once in a while I'm like, oh, I just, I'm not happy with, you know, what I did and uh, still uh, tweaking his frame and his, his build and his stature and, and trying to get the hair right. And, um, you know, it's always been a, it's kind of been a challenge. Sometimes the easiest to draw are actually the weird looking aliens. <laughs> well, yeah, man, aliens are always fun, man. You know, they don't, uh, and, and like with atrocities, let's face it, man, he doesn't have that many expressions. <laughs> it's not Scowl. like, it's like, now let's hear. Here's his moody moments. Let's see. Yeah, okay. Uh, his eyelids are gonna have to fade all because he doesn't have his friggin' lips. 
<laughs> it's hard to look sad when you got a galling jaw full of fangs. <laughs> yeah. Larsley's on the other hand, he's he's fairly full of expression. He's pretty cool. And then uh uh you know, like Saint Walker, he's he's fairly simple face. There's not much going on there. You know, little tiny eyes and um uh Indigo One, you know, and actually uh I've got to draw a monk a little bit here and he's cool. And they just keep coming. All right, well, I think I've uh, bothered you enough at this point, so I'm going to pass it back to Frankie. All right. So, so now we just have one last person. One last person. Kuhan, let uh, the man know your questions. Running run the gauntlet here. So, so, so you know, these are pretty simple. Not, not, shouldn't, shouldn't be too long. So how, how huge a Green Lantern fan were you before you got the book? I mean... Okay. Um, when it, okay, I could never... I always looked at the Green Lantern fans as like a bunch of, you know... I don't know, like like people holding the, the candle up, you know, in the night, just waiting for Hal to return. I, I remember that. <laughs> and thinking, oh, you guys, just give it up, man. He's not coming back. You know, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when I, my first introduction really was, you know, was Kyle as, as Greenland. Yeah. And that was my oh, first yeah. ever Lantern. So, um, it's, uh, you know, as far as a fan, you know, I, I, I came from a Kyle-based idea, and and not knowing all the history, um, I, uh, you know, it was oh, Kyle was totally new to me, and it's not that I hadn't seen him before, but you know, out of sight, out of mind, and I, I didn't know very much. I knew I knew a little bit about what had happened to him, so I, I actually required like a, a friend of mine, uh, Josh Eddings, who's a big time, you know, Green Lantern fan, and I, you know, fill me in, dude, tell me you know, tell me about this, this history. And he was able to do it and, and, uh, you know, he guided me towards understanding how, and then of course there's just great, great material to read, you know, with the rebirth or, you know, when how came back and, um, and then, you know, all I had to do was sit down and read, but there's so much that came before that. And, and, and understanding the, the Green Lantern uh, uh, fan was actually the, the first thing. It's like, oh, they really do give a shit about this. And I could see why. I mean, to have your, you know, to have a character literally just taken away, you know, yeah. he's gone. Replace him with somebody else. And it's cool to have him back. And there's somebody to choose from now. Of course, thanks to, thanks to Core, there's a lot. And, um, so, so how, how, how great, like, like how, how, what, what, how amazing is it to work with, uh, Spike TV Scream Award winner, Jeff Johns? Uh, what can I say, man? He's, he's a force to be reckoned with. You know, he's number one, one of the neatest things about Jeff just alone is the fact that he really likes what he does and you can tell, you know, he loves comics. Um, and, uh, you know, his, just to sit around with him, he's a very intelligent guy, and yet at the same time, you know, humble and and just really loves the the medium. And he's he's got so much to 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 put into this, and and um, his his ability to take that which has been maybe left behind and 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 breathe new life into it. You know, there's there's nobody else that does it quite as well as he does. Uh, it's it's been fun working with him, and you know, I'm I'm honored to be. Uh, his partner in, in, in this particular work at the moment. 
Have you met him yourself? You know him? I suppose you do. I met him. I met him over at the New York Comic Con this uh, this year. Good yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah shook yeah. his hand, talked for a bit. Uh, I I am desperately trying to get him on his cast though, and he keeps trying to avoid us. <laughs> the only person we can't get is the head well, writer of Green Lantern. He, <laughs> he he agreed to come on it. He said he would think about it. Then he said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it." And then I guess he told then, you he told you, Frankie, Con? that uh, yeah. he wants the to be more says, behind the scenes. Probably, yeah, the problem with Jeff at this point probably is him just finding you know like uh, two seconds to rub together to do anything other than you know work, and. Uh, you know, it's it's just ridiculous how busy the guy is. I, so I, I hope he does. Yeah, I mean, of all, both chief creative officers, a demanding job. Oh, huge! You know, all of a sudden he's flying all over the place, and he's he's doing things that, you know, like like one day I was talking to those. Yeah, you know, I said, "You never guess where I am." You know, he's flying to the Ozarks or to Arkansas. It was to go talk to some people about some, you know, some creative aspect of some product and. I'm thinking <laughs> you should be writing comics. What <laughs> 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 He does that between it, micro sleeps. Yeah, I don't, I, know. I don't know how he does it. He's he's highly disciplined guy, but uh, you know, unless he can you know make a deal with the devil and get extra you know hours screwed into the day, I don't. I can't imagine uh, to, that he sleeps at all. But I don't know. maybe we, we, could, we, could, we could talk to him while I was on the plane. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I hope he comes on. I mean, uh, that'd be cool. And yeah, just, 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 just keep uh, keep the lamplight burning. Maybe eventually he'll say, oh, "Let's now, do it." Now, now, this is the part where you say, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really put the vice grips on Jeff and uh, help you guys out." And... <laughs> I'll do what I can. Light. I'm sure if you mention uh, it once, he'll so slowly. <laughs> 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 yes. Sure. Yes, Doug. <laughs> Yeah, just I'll do, do it. Just, fle- do. just just flex before you ask him. <laughs> it, it, can't, it can't hurt. He's not intimidated by me. He he knows he just has to keep a six foot perimeter, and, and he'll he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> getting tired, Doug. Getting getting tired of turning around, Doug. Yeah, yeah. Come on, take six steps. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Who's the man? So, so uh, my, my, just my, wait, my, Jeff. If I could just get my hands on you. <laughs> Leave some snacks out or something, you know, like Cody eat them and you can bounce from a tree or something. <laughs> uh, you'll see it coming. You'll know. Hey, hmm, what's this? A comic, I'll pick up another it's, one. It, it's worth it's worth a shot. Do <laughs> <laughs> you big bear trap? Yeah. Well I I, I promise I'll I'll at least mention it to him and We'll see if he. We'll see if he just says, "Uh huh, yeah." I was thinking about that. Yeah, it's like, we'll yeah. Oh, those guys. Oh, We need to talk to you about those guys. <laughs> yeah, if we, you if we never, he'll say, "You didn't talk to them, did you?" <laughs> yeah, uh, wait, yeah, wait, that's, I, I, that's pretty close to what he's going to say, actually. <laughs> he, yeah, if, if we never get to speak uh, to him uh, again, uh, we'll know. Pat said it was okay. Where's Pat now? <laughs> Where's your precious <laughs> pet now? Um, <laughs> and then, you know, I'll, get a, I'll get a call immediately after that from DC. <laughs> that Gleason is no longer Desist. working for us. <laughs> Where's he going? Uh, he's changed his name and he's, he's moved to another country. Didn't leave a forwarding address. Didn't leave a forwarding address. <laughs> Nobody answers my emails anymore. I don't hear from my editors. Scripts don't show up. Well, I hope it's not that bad. 
<laughs> you sound concerned. We, we ruined your That'd be career. cool. It'd be, it'd be great if, if after 22 years you guys managed to bring my career to an absolute screeching halt. Nice. Just when everything was going so well. Okay. <laughs> you almost got married, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You guys got anything else for me? Well, I, no, no, I, no, I, no. You, 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 say you're, you say you're really far from the pulse, so I doubt that you're going to give a, much of an answer to this, but have you seen any of the, the stills from the upcoming movie? Um, yeah, I've seen, I've seen stuff, and, and actually, uh, you know, they, when they show it to me, they say, uh, we'll lose our jobs if you ever show this to anybody. So I have seen <laughs> some stuff. Yeah, you, you don't, you don't, and, don't, you don't uh, gotta show it I, to I, us, but uh, what, do you, what do you think? Oh, cool stuff. I mean, if it's, if all this stuff in motion looks anywhere nearly as cool as it does just sitting there, you know, on my computer, uh, everyone's going to be happy, you know, and, and the fact that, and that's, you know, that's where having Jeff directly, you know, helping and, and guiding, you know, a lot of this stuff has got to be a big help, you know, um, you know, to keep it Green Lantern. You know, obviously everybody knows that, you know, costumes are different and, uh, you know, stuff like that. But as, as far as the the absolute expectations of there being unlimited cool stuff coming out of it, absolutely. I'll be stunned if it doesn't end up, you know, like that. Um, you know, and it's, you know, hopefully, hopefully that people can see past, and, and usually people can, but there are those who can't. You know, the, the, the differences in, you know, in, in other words, Hollywood's interpretation of costuming, and they usually have their reasons for doing it. Um, I remember uh, I was at a convention in Kansas City once, and, and a guy, you know, I did, I, I did one Marvel comic, a Silver Sable once, and but this dude just cornered me at my table, and he was, he was about eight foot seven and just gigantic, Jeez. and just ranted about about how Wolverine's costume wasn't right in a movie. I'm thinking, number one, I had nothing to do with this guy. And, um, you know, number two, really, but did you enjoy the, you know, did you enjoy the movie? You know, was it, did you like that? You know, it was, you know, it was cool stuff. Uh, so you didn't get to see, you know, big yellow fins off the side of his head and, and, and the, 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 the rather simple color scheme, but you did, get this you no know, Wolverine was awesome. So I, I think that's probably how it's gonna be with Green Lantern except a hell of a lot closer, you know. Um the, all the symbolism is there and, and, and the basic look is there. It's you just gonna, you know you're gonna take all your art supplies stuff. into the theater and, and draw while you watch the movie? <laughs> no way. If I go and, and you know if I'm lucky they'll like take me to the premiere or something. Um you know, I'll, I'll get to just sit and, and enjoy it. Uh, and heck, it's 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 just highly anticipated. I can't believe it's still so far away. Um, That's true. I did have a chance. They were going to fly me in uh, to go during the last week of filming, and I had to decline. I was all ready to go, and and there was a death in the family, and I could not attend the funeral. I'm thinking, well, how'd you like that for timing? You know. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna go to the set. And I'm gonna see how this stuff works, and and uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to make it. That would have been, you know, that would have been a lot of fun. There are a few perks that come along with being, you know, Jeff Johns' art lackey, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> art muscle is appropriate. Art muscle. <laughs> that's uh, that's it for me. I'm gonna toss it back on to Frankie. 
No, it's it's been great talking to you. Pretty much, uh, we're we're wrapping it up because you know we've we've kept it here long enough. And you have just listened to the conclusion of the Duck Monkey interview. And I think I can speak for all of us when I say this has been an awesome time, and we would love to have him on again. Good times. Who's the ass now? Who's the ass now? Huh? The remix. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your Gleason now? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That Gleason son of a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear what I really think? Just let me start drinking. <laughs> With Jeff, you have to go through a various uh, a series Inter- of gauntlets. intermediaries and uh, yeah, yeah. No, first. What? Proxies. <laughs> yeah. you, you have to donate to a Swiss bank account proxies. before you can access them. You have to make a large and a large secured deposit, and then uh, yeah, <laughs> a sedan will come and pick you up with tinted windows, and eventually <laughs> to take you to a destination. Of course, you're blindfolded the whole way. You... I'm gonna get done with you guys, and you know what I'm gonna do. I'm not going to draw comics. You burn up whatever little bit of energy I had left.